Hello and welcome to the AVSJ podcast. I'm here with my buddy Aaron. How are you doing today, Aaron? Hello, I'm good, thanks. You? I'm also good, thank you. Well, that's great news. Uh, yeah, fantastic news. Um, this week we've got a new series that we're trying out mm-hmm. called Change My Mind, um, where we basically come with a, a hot take you could describe it as, and the other person has to um, change the mind of the person who's come with your hot take. The fact that you said you could describe it as makes it sound like a very warm take and not that <laughs> controversial. <laughs> um, but yeah, little series that we're going to start doing. They're going to be shorter episodes and they're going to be a bit different from the rest of the podcast. So we hope yeah. you enjoy. Yeah, I feel like these kind of episodes, um, like me and Aaron basically started AVSJ because we argued so much about hip hop. So I feel like these argue, these little episodes will give you like a good insight as to why we started doing these. Yeah. Um, so I hope you enjoy them. Exactly. And the first hot take of the series, presented by Jules Marks, is... <laughs> Drake has no good albums. Drake? <laughs> Drake? <laughs> the nigga that got body by Pusha T? I've said it. I've said Elaborate, it. please. The thing about Drake is that I'm not going to deny it. He has a lot of bangers. It's Plenty. unquestionable. It's, unde- it's undeniable. Mm. However, he doesn't have a single good body of work. He doesn't have a single good album because he'll have good singles on an album, but the album will be like full of cringy lyrics, full of filler songs that are like repetitive of the last one it'll have good production but it'll have similar production throughout and you'd be like i'm sure i've heard this beat already in the album and towards like the end of his well not the end of his career but the more recent end of his career he's become a lot more focused on making songs that people just put in playlists and he doesn't actually focus on making a good album and i feel like actually he's never made a good album so that is my hot take. I hear it, and I am prepped with a response. <laughs> so I will start by saying, before I respond to your points, I'm not the biggest Drake fan in the world, and so I'm probably not the most qualified person to have this argument. Um, but maybe that makes my points even more valuable, because <laughs> if I'm not the biggest Drake fan in the world and I still disagree with your argument, then maybe it means yeah. that it's undeniable. You don't have blind loyalty. No, no, I'm not Drake's biggest fan and will follow him everywhere he goes. But I do have research. (laughs) Um, But before we start, I should respond to some of your points there. I mean, before I kick off into something else, I should respond to some of your points. Um, You said all his songs sound the same. um, All the beats sound the same. Do you not want like a theme throughout an album of a kind of similar vibe? And also... Um, do you have a criteria of what makes a good album? Here's the thing. I, the beats don't all sound like all sound the same, but for something on like, uh, nothing was the same, then you get like the airy synths and like kind of the reverse strings and the reverse keys mm-hmm. and like big reverb. And that is like throughout the album on Take Care, you get like that kind of, Lil Wayne 
Kanye West production style of like the late noughties, early teens, which mm-hmm. now sounds quite dated because it's so like part of that era. Uh-huh. And then on things like More Life and stuff like that, like the more recent stuff, it's all just kind of commercial trap beats with other people doing all the work. So that's like I get I get the likes on Nothing what? Was the Same, for example. You've got like Hold On, We're Going Home that sounds very different to um, start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that every song is exactly the same, but you do get a lot of just like, I'm sure I've heard this one before. Well, two things to that. The first is that you've already displayed that each album is showing development of him as an artist because they're all sounding different from one another. Um, no, I never said that they didn't sound different from one another. I said in the album, they, the songs don't sound different. Okay, but there is still a variety of sounds within the album. I would say not humongous but a little bit I'll come back to that but um, all rappers rap over a certain style of beat that's why you can go to YouTube and type in any rapper and then say type beat and you'll get all these producers trying to make beats that sound like ASAP Rocky or sound like Travis Scott or sound like whatever because they find a certain style that they rap over and that is Mm. successful for them and then that's how they shape their sound so I don't think you can really use that as a criticism when you couldn't be like, oh, all the NWA beats sound like 90s era beats. It's just like <laughs> those, those beats from the 90s, that was their sound. That was what was going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I think it's more that like when you listen to these albums, then every song, well, every beat even, like it seems to play it quite safe. And there's no, like, left-field kind of experimental choice. There's no, like, oh, I really didn't expect him to go there. There's no, like, crazy chord progressions that you might hear in, like, a Tyler Creator song. Or no, like, kind of odd beat switches that you might hear in, like, a Kendrick Lamar song. It's just, like... Uh, I don't think I and, like, agree. I don't, don't get me wrong. There are songs where, like, it will switch from this bit to this bit. And, like, like for example, that intro on... Um, nothing was the same, what's it called? Tusk and Lever. Tuscan Lever. Yeah. Like, I get, there'll be songs like that. There's no, like, left field choice. There's no, like, I didn't expect Drake to go in this place. It's just, like, he knows what will hit. He knows what the formula demands. And he sticks I think to that. you can say now he knows what will hit, but I don't think you can always say he knows what will hit. I think he just did it and it did hit. And he was doing things that weren't necessarily always the same. And he was making varied choices with what he was rapping on. And sometimes singing on, which is already kind of straying away from what is regular in hip hop. The fact that he's singing and rapping isn't standard for a rapper of the time. Now it's quite popular, but um, obviously Lauren Hill did it and lots of other people had done it before him. But he was the biggest artist doing it when he was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing is that I feel like looking in hindsight is one thing because, I mean, I... To me, it seems your argument is like Drake made the blueprint for that sound. Oh, no, no. I think, and now, <laughs> not that like Drake made the blueprint for that, but like some of these albums sound safe because I've heard people copy that style now. Yeah. Whereas actually in the context, then maybe Drake was being original. But it's hard to say because like, I don't know, someone like More Life or Scorpion, like those are not very like groundbreaking. Well, you say that, but he's incorporating in more life a lot of UK sounds, 
that like you, you i mean everyone saw those videos of like when people heard the gigs versus in america and everybody just started laughing at him like is <laughs> putting artists that seem like they were on a big stage locally on a big yeah. stage globally and it's investing in that sound which he knows is successful in one space but not across the world but does um, that make you have a good album or is that just like no someone that like you know will get you some fans? no that doesn't else. make you have a good album but that suggests that he's not playing it safe it's like um when drake made that song with those uh Reggaeton guys called Mia or something and Drake starts rapping in Spanish. And like, not the biggest fan of reggaeton, but I don't mind that song. Mm-hmm. And, but you do just kind of think like, I'm sure Drake has just made this song to get in with the reggaeton crowd, and like reggaeton is such a big genre in Latin America mm-hmm. that like, I feel like that's just kind of what he does. And to say that him doing that is now making like him have good album choices is like, or is it just, or is it just building his fan base so more people will listen to it? I was just all I was doing was responding to your points. I have other points that would suggest yeah. that he makes good album choices, but I would say that that suggests that he's not necessarily playing it safe. He's could easily stick to one sound, but instead he's adopting from lots of other genres that he's supposedly a fan of. Um, and that's why he's trying to incorporate it into his sound. You could very easily take the argument of, oh, he's just culture vulture Drake. He's taking yeah. from everyone else so that he can use it for his own rise which is an easy thing to say and it might not even be wrong i don't know but at the same time he's still taking a risk by going to these other genres which could easily reject him but he's been embraced by lots of them yeah uh, yeah like no one in the well apart from probably wiley because he just hates everything but nobody in the crime scene was like oh fuck i don't want to be involved with drake are people getting involved with drake because they know that he's gonna like pretty much make their careers or are they getting involved with Drake because they think he's um, elite cab- caliber artist I don't think it can be denied that Drake is a good artist I think Drake definitely can make hits but I think this is going a bit off topic I yeah think it Drake is definitely going can definitely topic. make hits but I don't think he's like consistently as good an artist as people like Kendrick Lamar or Tyler Cree or, or Childish Gambino or people like that I'd say it's interesting that you throw Childish Gambino in there because I wouldn't say he's that consistently a good artist. Yeah, to be fair, Childish Gambino was a bit... I just get disillusioned by Awaken My Love and kind of forget all the other stuff. 100% you do because that last (laughs) album was not very good and him as a rapper is wishy-washy to say the least. (laughs) To be fair, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll redact Childish Gambino but definitely Tyler Crater and Kendra Lamar. I don't feel like... But he's not the same artist. He's not trying to um, push boundaries with what he's actually doing lyrically. He's yeah, not. But that's what I'm saying. He's not he that conceptual. You're not going to Drake. No, but he's not. But what I'm saying is he's not trying to make any change with his music, um, and he's not trying to bring to you some conceptual album with a story arc or anything like that. But he is not playing it safe with the sounds that he's choosing. So the way that he is able to experiment is by doing something different with how he's making the music rather than what he's presenting in the music. 
Mm. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is that like Drake is kind of you would argue beige in that he will never say something really outlandish. He'll never make you think about this. He'll never make you like question this. But he will bring you like maybe he'll bring you entertaining and feel good songs. But he'll never like push you into thinking like existential thoughts that some other people who are at the top of that game do. Whereas I feel like, yeah, he will just have these hits. But then when you listen to it all in an album, which all of his albums are way too long, let's be honest, then as an entire body of work, it just feels like it goes on for too much. But there's so many artists that aren't trying to challenge you and you wouldn't say that they're not making good albums. I can't deny his albums are long. There is no album. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing was the same is his shortest album coming in at 59 minutes and the deluxe version has three more songs. So, (laughs) but, and I can't deny they're long. I think nothing was the same as a good album. And there's plenty of albums that I like where I don't feel like, oh, this is challenging me to think of something in a new perspective. Do you not think that about albums that you like? What do you think, um, Malibu, how did that challenge your thoughts? Hmm... It didn't, it's just good vibes. Like, obviously it does more than that, but there's nothing on there where I'm like, oh, yeah, you got me with that one. <laughs> like, some of the lyrics on there are quite gross. And, yeah, like, yeah, some of the songs on there are also skippable. I mean, to be fair, like, I have to look up Anderson Pack lyrics from that album to, like, But you know that his lyrics are definitely really questionable. Think on the spot, but it's interesting <laughs> that you say Anderson Pack because, like, He's recently put down a song about police brutality in lockdown. Mm-hmm. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my. Yeah. And he put down like put well, really things good on Dr. Dre's album that yeah. um Compton about like police brutality. So it's like, just because I can't think of a particular Anderson Pack lyric now of Malibu doesn't mean that he's not an artist that doesn't try and push your thinking into this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Whereas Drake, I don't think of any time where he's made me think like, yeah, Drake, that was really like interesting thing that you just said there. But I'm saying that not all artists have to do that. Not all art, not all our artists have to be political. And that's not the mark of what is no, a but not even not even political, just say something that is at all interesting which i don't think drake has ever done but drake um in presenting himself as such an emotional person and like the way he everybody used to rip on him for marvin's room and like how he was like being really emotional and like trying to get cry songs like that is in a way challenging the norms of what is a hip-hop artist and what is a rapper because that in contrast to like the 90s era gangster rap is so opposite and so different yeah. that it is challenging ideas of masculinity in a way not that I'm saying Drake is trying to challenge masculinity <laughs> but I'm saying he might be doing it by accident although he kind of he probably is doing it I mean I kind of agree I think that Drake gets quite a lot of unnecessary flack for trying to do something that I kind of agree with in the sense that 
people give him stick for being like emotional and trying to display feelings mm-hmm. and they're like when he first came out at least they were like that's not what hip-hop is about hip-hop's about bitches and money and like mm-hmm. partying and all this kind of thing and it's like yeah fair enough drake has tried to separate himself in a more r&b influenced way of rapping mm-hmm. however he spends so long talking about how he's such a hopeless romantic and how nothing's perfect and oh i would craig because i'm drake sorry sorry so it's so Is this... boring to listen to for an entire album <laughs> sorry i credit drake for trying to encourage men to be emotional and to show this duplicity <laughs> of of the mas- of masculinity oh craig drake <laughs> well, we can't do that you're saying he does it too long no i get that like thing. yeah do this like say these things this is a good change but repeating the same message about being a hopeless romantic for over an hour is so boring to listen to but he doesn't because like i said before like his albums are varied there isn't an album where he's doing that for the whole time oh nothing was the same other than start from the bottom which is a song that isn't even true he does the hopeless romantic thing for over an hour. I mean, it's true in the fact that everyone starts from the bottom, so you can't deny That's that. That's just not an interesting song at all, then. <laughs> <laughs> you um, know, everyone has started from the bottom, so... What about All Me? Is All Me the one with Big Sean? Yeah, and Two Chains. That song is horrendously bad. It's not horrendously bad. <laughs> it's just bad because it's got Two Chains on there and he's bad It's honestly, like, one of the worst songs on that album. It's on the deluxe version, so we can choose to exclude that. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually think it's a, it is a banger. I mean, Drake has cringy lyrics, but I remember when I was doing research for this, then like I put on "Take Care" because I don't think I'd ever listen to "Take Care" at this point. Mm-hmm. On the first song, there was a lyric so outrageously stupid that I had to write it down. Okay. Um, you know I want it all, and there's some. Shout out the Asian girls, let the lights dim some. So you're saying that is so horrendously bad that you had to turn off the song? No, that is so horrendously bad that in the first song, I thought, oh God, I'm going to be in for something here. And that is what it's like throughout the entire album. What about in songs like Nothing But A G Thang, where Dre says, never let me slip, because if... Never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. Like, <laughs> that is worse. <laughs> or what about, um, like... Okay, so I actually did research to counteract this point. I'd never heard this before, but this is without doubt worse. J. Cole, I let you feel like the shit, but boy, you can't outfart me. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real J. Cole lyric? Yep. <laughs> On Dollar and a Dream 3. I don't know that one. Or on um, Keep Your Head Up by Tupac. (laughs) I give a holler to my sister on uh, to my sisters on welfare. Tupac cares, even if nobody else care. (laughs) But at least that's like saying something interesting, that last one. It's not a particularly cleverly written line. But is saying something interesting. Drake is just saying shout out to all Asian girls. Yeah. But... Is that an interesting point? <laughs> no, but it's just one throwaway line. What I'm trying to say in that is that everybody's got bad lines sometimes. I know. You don't, but... you don't discredit nothing but a G thing just because he says 
if you catch me slipping, then I'm slipping. <laughs> like I know, I know. But I think what I think is that all of Drake's lines are of that ilk. Whereas no, you can't say that you've about taken all drugs. Particularly bad lines from but, sorry. Dre and J. Cole and Tupac. Where... No, but but G Thang's one of Dre's biggest songs. Keep Your Head Up is one of Tupac's biggest songs. So I think that's a fair comparison. But then you could just argue that there is literally not a single good rapper in the world because all of them are only as good as their worst lyric. Well, then Drake's great. (laughs) I'm (laughs) just saying you can't attack Drake because you're like, oh, he's got cringy bars. Loads of people have got cringy bars. Okay, do you want want to hit... Do you want to hear some more Drake cringy bars then? Because I well, I can hit you with loads few. of Biggie cringy bars, and then we can we can just say Biggie's just as bad as Drake if you want, because you know okay. the fact that Biggie's got loads of cringy bars. Okay, I get paid a lot, you get paid a bit. Okay, are we gonna are we actually gonna do this back to back? Okay, a few bottles on the table, a few waters. It ain't a secret, baby. Everybody saw us. Guess whose it is? Guess whose it is? Okay. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> Are you ready? Do you remember going back to Cali? If I got to choose a coast, I got to choose the east. I live out there, so don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> but that don't mean I uh, can't rest in the west. See some nice breast in the west. Smoke some nice cess in the west. At yeah? least in those, though, they've got, like, fairly good rhyming schemes and, like... Sorry, that's fairly very simple cleverly rhyming Cleverly written... No, if I got to choose a coast, I got to choose the east. I live out there, so don't go there. <laughs> it's because it's not the rhyming of the west that's going on. It's best, cest, breast. That's the rhyming scheme that rhymes with the west in but the same lyric. But that is the most so that's simple kind of, verse you could that's write. That's kind of interesting in that bit. But shout out Asian girls, let the lights dim some. is just like so oh, pathetic. Jules. You can say every rapper has a bad bar, but when rappers have consistently bad Biggie bars... Biggie Smalls has consistently bad bars. But he also has consistently great bars. Well, Drake also has good bars. Does he, though? Yes, you know he Can does. you tell me a single good Drake bar? I could if I'd researched it. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I would like to talk about is... I mean, we've already spoken about it a bit. But nothing was the same. I think it is actually a really good album. I know you said um, you don't like all me. That's fine. Yeah. It's a six. The Dulux version is a sixteen-track album, and I would say that fourteen of the songs are good, which is way above what I would probably typically give for my criteria of what is a good album. Because there's albums that I really like, like I'm sure I've spoken about Made in the Manor way too many times. But there's at least probably four songs on there that I don't like. And that's a much shorter album. And I would still put that amongst my favourites. Um, it is definitely displaying that he's not a singles artist because some of the best songs on there aren't the singles. The first um, track that we spoke about, Tuscan Leather, is clearly not a single. It's like a six minute song. It's kind of sets up for the whole album. The album is quite varied in style, in not so much theme. But it's varied in how it sounds, and it is actually a good listening experience. Um, yeah, what do you think about Nothing Was The Same? I think... What my what my main thought about Nothing Was The Same is, mm-hmm. is that if you took each individual song 
out of context and showed it to me, I would mm-hmm. probably like not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. However, because so many of them are the same airy synth. Oh man, you're not saying things, airy synth. Slow, <laughs> slow drums with Drake talking about being a romantic for so many of the songs that mm-hmm. listening to it as an, a complete album is not a fully enjoyable listening experience. So I don't consider it a good album. I think the way, I mean, I don't think it's deniable. It's something we've spoken about loads of times. The way that we consume music has changed so much that people don't listen to albums the same way that they used to. They don't listen to them front to back. Each song, I have to love them all. Um, They listen to them for playlists. They listen to them to get a vibe of what the artist's doing at the minute. And in the sense of the modern album, because there's so few like classic albums in the sense where like, oh my God, it's an amazing album. It's got all this stuff. It's still, it's a really good album. Almost all the songs, like I said, are good. I wouldn't listen to it and feel bored. I think there's two songs on there that I don't like that I wouldn't even probably skip if I was listening to it all. Um, It performed very well at the time. Every single Drake album has debuted at number one. Every single one. And mm-hmm. that's that would not mean anything if I was saying, oh, Drake's got loads of number one sim- singles. But it's very different to have albums at number one than it is to have a single at number one. But do you, do you, know could I mean? you not argue that that's just a case of good marketing? You could, but would you say that about every single album? Surely if, if you pull me six times like and you don't like the album i'm pretty sure but i might be wrong Mm -hmm. that all of eminem's albums have debuted at number one yeah but you would argue that eminem has a lot of bad albums so bad albums are still debuting at number one having had a lot of bad albums predecess them then why would they still be debuting at number one that's an interesting point (laughs) but there's still some good albums within there for Eminem. And I would say for Drake to consistently be performing so well, yes, maybe that doesn't necessarily say that all the albums are good. But if you look at the album, the songs within the albums, if you've got something like Views, when Views came out, it had 20 songs in the top 100. And it's, I don't know how long it is, but it's probably not much longer than that. And he broke that record with uh, More Life and then again with Scorpion. So all that, that's way more than, there's probably about 80% of the songs are in the top 100. And that means that each of those songs is like somebody's favorite song of the album, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's interesting as well that you kind of say that we change the way we listen and that we don't really listen to albums anymore in the same way they used to. Because under that pretense, surely you would be quite respectful and admirationful, if that's the right word. <laughs> it's not a of, word. So. <laughs> <laughs> of Lil Nas X. Uh, in what sense? In the sense that he clearly doesn't make music for, to be listened to as an album because they're all like two minute songs that go in playlists. Mm-hmm. And he makes them so short because they have more replay value and then you get more views and more streams and then you make more money that way. And they're not really made to be albums. They're just made for digital music consumption. 
So surely in that sense, you would respect Lil Nas X if you're also respecting Drake for making his albums like playlists. Well, you could say the same thing for you. Why are you not? Why are you respecting Lil Nas X and not respecting Drake, who's doing it on a wider scale with more successful songs? Lil Nas X has what got like two hits, and he put out of. Did he put out an album? Put out an EP. Put out an EP, and there was two big songs on it. Drake's mm. putting out huge albums that I can't deny often are too big, and almost all the songs are blowing up. Why does that not make them good songs, or not make Drake a good? artist but Lil Nas X is a good artist I think the thing with Lil Nas X is that I don't think he's a good artist the thing I respect about him is that he was like a meme Twitter account that suddenly got the biggest song in America and broke like record after record after record and Mm. that was all because of marketing in a very new age digital way of marketing but you can't and that is basically just what Drake does now no, but I'm saying Drake doesn't make good albums. He just has good marketing. But Drake does actually make good albums. I I think Nothing Was The Same is a good album. I think If You're Reading This It's Too Late is a good album. They're, yeah, they're a bit long, but lots of albums are a bit long. Lots of albums have filler. Some of my favourite albums have filler, and I would say the same with yours. Yeah, but I don't think it's the case that they have, like, a bit of, like, one or two songs. I would say that, like... Almost half the songs are usually filler in some of Drake's albums. And I don't mind filler if it's at least like something that I haven't already heard on the album. But if it's filler that sounds like another song on the album, it's kind of inexcusable. I would say on Swimming, there's a lot of songs that sound like other songs on the album and are doing the same thing. Mm, Well, I might be biased because... I would say Perfecto is similar to Wings, which is similar to Dunno. I don't think Dano is like those two, to be honest. Well, I think it is. <laughs> I would say an album like um, Before the Money by Joey Badass has a lot of very similar songs. And a lot of that album is filler, and I'd still say it's a really good album. I would say that song, that album is probably the most varied Joey Badass song. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the most sorry. varied album, full stop. <laughs> no, no, no. no, that it, is like by far the most varied Joey Badass album that he's put out. It's, it's his most varied album, but a lot of the songs are very similar. From your definition of what a um, filler song was... I would say that a filler song is something that not only does not add to the album, but also could either not be there or sounds the same as something that's already there in the grand scheme of things yes obviously not every album in the world doesn't have filler i never said that i just said no but you're saying a good album album, every drake album has a lot of filler on it i would say almost all albums have filler i would say every drake album has at least 50 percent filler 50% 50% Jules, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's not ridiculous. That is ridiculous, 50%. It's really not. Yeah, and also, I would say every every album has 50% filler, and when they're all coming in at over an hour each, it seems like a really simple solution to me, which is just cut half the songs. And I feel like if Drake did cut half the songs, he would have a much better discography than he does now. But because... For some reason, he de- is determined on putting crap songs in there. Then but, see, the thing is, I, I agree that all the albums could be shorter. 
um, and that it would probably make them better albums, even if I like all the songs. But I think the way that people consume music now, there's no need for him to cut it because nobody listens to it front to back. People take it, listen to it maybe twice, pick their favourite songs, and that's it. But what you're describing is then just saying, like, there's no point in him making a good album. I'm not saying there's no point in him making a good album because I'm saying that he's putting together a good collection of songs. What he might as well do is just release a bunch of singles that people can just put in their playlists. That's kind of what he does. (laughs) Exactly, so he doesn't make good albums. (laughs) He does make good albums. I feel like that has just proven my point. He just makes a good collection of singles for people to put in playlists, but he doesn't make good albums. You interrupted. That's kind of what he does with his features. <laughs> when Drake jumps on a track, that's what he's doing. He's just getting like he, he's just putting out a feature and it's making a single blow up. Yeah, he's got lots of singles that will blow up within the album, but still, if you look at the rest of the track list, some of the best songs are not going to be the singles. Before we wrap things up, what would you rate? Nothing was the same out of 10. Probably a six. A six? Yeah. So it's good then, is it? Yeah. It's very average. Uh, I thought five would be average. Well, <laughs> I'd say like four to six is like the average no, band. Four you know? is four is really bad. Well, four is at least bad and six <laughs> is at least good. Yeah, but as in six, like it's average, but it has songs that I like. So I would where would you six. rate? Not, um, if you're reading this, is too late. If you're reading this, is too late is an interesting one because I do like most of it, but it's just too long with too many songs that I don't like, and I'd never listen to it as an album. I but... just listen to the songs that I like. So then I don't think it's a very good album. Well, not that I don't think it's a very good album, but I don't think it's a like he's completed the criteria, you know. Mm-hmm. So therefore, like, I'd never listen to it as an album, so I don't think it should be a good class as a good album. So what would you give it out of 10? Probably also a 6, 6.5. 6.5. When you said Drake doesn't make... Drake makes albums for people to put in their playlists and then uh, makes music for the new age of consuming music, that actually made my mind more concrete of what I already thought by thinking that if he's just doing that, surely that means he doesn't have a good album because he's not making an album, he's just making a collection of songs. So therefore he can't have any good albums. And I feel like you made a valiant effort until you said that, and now my mind is even more unchanged than it was before. Yeah, I might might have messed up by saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really mean to say it, and then I said it, I was like, oh gosh. (laughs) Um, But... There's still, I think, I feel like though I didn't change your mind, I changed aspects of your mind. Yeah, and that, I that's think something did, I can say. You definitely away. were like on your way, but then you put a bit of a nail in the coffin when you said that. I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> and if you slip when you're slipping, then what's the bar? <laughs> Never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. <laughs> and with that, I feel like that's the end of the episode. Uh, We'll be back with some more of these. Tell us if you like them. Leave us a review. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Hopefully, we'll change some minds in the future. Uh, next time, it'll be my mind being changed or not being changed. I won't tell you what it is yet, though, because... <laughs> 
Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs>